0: This thing started. Thank you for tuning in to Muse by Mariah, the podcast, where we dive deep into discussing mind, body, and soul. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Muse by Mariah, the podcast. I literally brainstormed 20 million, okay, maybe like five ideas of what to call this episode. And I'm honestly still not sure if what I chose is the correct one. But ultimately, the episode is gonna be about your love hate relationship with exercise and going to the gym, because I know I have a love hate relationship. And I'm just now starting to really, really love it. Before I dive into the content of this episode, I just want to say a disclaimer that no, I am not a certified anything in exercise. I'm not a certified anything in diet and nutrition. This is all just my personal opinion and based on my past experience. I was actually watching Money Heist on Netflix the other day. If you guys don't know what that is, you need to watch it. It's on Netflix, and you just need to watch it. But I watched... They had, like, a special behind-the-scenes thing after I finished watching it. And one of the characters, she plays Stockholm in the show really said something that resonated with me. And I have been, I don't know, it's been stuck in my head ever since. She was kind of just saying how she went to the gym and was really working out behind the scenes and off the show so she can prepare better for the role. And she was like, I look at exercise as a celebration of what my body can do. And I just love that. Like, I feel like that's my new motto every time I go to the gym. I'm celebrating what it is that I'm capable of. Not always have I been like this, though. I, yes, I have been an athlete for a majority of my lifetime. I would say I played softball when I was younger. Then I swam. I was very good at swimming. Then I played volleyball and I was the shortest one on my team, obviously, because I'm only 5'3". And I just loved playing sports. But there's so many other components when it comes to like exercise, health and fitness that I really wasn't taught, nor did I know of at the time. So putting together in my head like, oh, I'm training this much and I'm doing this much, but I'm still not losing weight, which is the reason why I never really took I don't know, I never took the gym seriously because I never saw results. And I know we all had to take like a health class in every single grade, but it's kind of contradicting when they're telling you to eat lettuce and to like drink a lot of water, but then like they serve the shittiest food in the cafeteria. Like you want me to order French fries because they're only a dollar and you give me so much. So obviously I'm gonna order the shitty food. And then we had gym class and they fucking made us do that presidential award every year. And a bitch could not run a mile. I could not run a mile. My mile time was like 12 minutes. I was like, why am I running? Like, I don't see the purpose in this right now. And what I think school fails to teach us, it's not only in school, it's in the household too. But what school fails to teach us is why we're doing the things that we're doing. Like, it just never made sense and never added up to me. And I can only imagine how other kids felt. Like, I was in sports. Like, I was an active child. But for kids who are not, like, it just was a waste of time, in my opinion. And then, obviously, a majority of what we know comes from the household. So, if you're parents or whoever you're living with are not teaching you the importance of eating healthy and drinking water and exercise, And how would you know? And then like I mentioned before, school is like so contradicting. So you don't really get anything out of that. What's great about exercise and fitness and working out is that everyone has their own unique journey. So I feel like that makes it special because... You're kind of like one in a million. Like, you're not going to have the same journey as the person next to you or that person or whoever, but you're all falling in love with the same concept. And I say concept because obviously, yes, exercise, working out is a thing, but it's also a concept. It's a concept because, you know, when people say, like, oh, when you're brainstorming or you're doing math or you're doing something that requires your brain to think, like, you're kind of exercising your mind. You're working your mind. So that's why I say concept because it's not just a physical thing. Well, I guess it's a physical action, but it's not just for working out, lifting weights, running, that type of stuff. Which then revolves around the one idea that if you take anything out of this episode, this is what I want you to take out of. That exercise is not just about lifting weights and running and doing jumping jacks and burpees and all that fun shit but it's about exercising and training your mind too reading and taking a mental health day self-care all of this stuff really is what creates your best self So if you guys are now sitting there wondering like, okay, so why the fuck is this episode called this about fitness and exercise? Well, let me get into that. All right. Just give me a second. So to start, we all know, have met, known someone who is like, I hate the gym. I hate working out. I will not work out. I will not go to the gym. And... Uh, those people those people are a little bit tricky. let me tell you why. A lot of the times, the main reason why they're saying that is because they haven't found what makes them happy. And there's endless, endless activities in the world that are considered exercise that there's no way that you don't like one of them. And usually those people are kind of like the most unmotivated people I don't know why. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's the people that I know, but I just feel like it's it could be the truth. And very, very, very rarely do you find yourself regretting working out or going to the gym after your workout is complete. Almost in all situations at all times, you're like, wow, I feel great. I just like kicked ass. Like I'm ready to go on with my day or it's I'm ready to go home and take a fucking nap. But at the end of the day, you're still excited because you worked out. Like I've never seen someone just be like, "Ugh, I wish it didn't work out yesterday. Ugh, I shouldn't have gone to the gym. Like, I don't know. That's just not what happens. But it's getting to the gym that's like the most difficult part for people. And I can relate. Believe me. I used to be the 5 a.m. gym goer. Like, I would be in there as soon as they opened at 501. I don't know how I did it because I can barely get myself to go now at eight o'clock. But I was that person at one point in time. And I still have those days and I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to work out today. Like, I'm just not feeling it. And then I go and I feel like a fucking badass afterwards. I feel so good and so much better about myself. And exercise doesn't even require a gym membership. There are so many great trainers who literally provide a whole fitness plan for you for free on YouTube. And just to name a few, Pamela Reef, absolutely amazing. Um, She does short workouts. I definitely recommend for beginners. Just her aesthetic and the way that she posts the videos makes it fun to do. So that's my top. And then for a little bit more advanced... Heather Robertson. Amazing. I, she literally kills me every single time. Like I hate her, but I love her so much. You can do those easily at home and they just require a a yoga mat or a towel on the floor. So once you kind of get past the phase of excuses, uh, let me just, let me just stop for a second. Okay. This, kind of have, has something to do with this episode, but my number one pet peeve. Okay. No, my number two, my number one pet peeve for anyone who wanted to know is people who lack time management skills. If I show up one minute late to somewhere I needed to be, it's because I'm dying. Like something must've happened to me. I am always on time. I'm always that person who's five to 10 minutes early. That's my first pet peeve. My second pet peeve is people who make excuses or people who say they're going to do things and then they don't do it. Like, "Mm, mm, my blood's already boiling right now just thinking about those kinds of people. So once you get out of that excuses phase and you start doing and you start being consistent and you start seeing the results, I think that's what drives the motivation and the fuel to want to continue to do it. Because it's so easy to make excuses for anything in life, but especially working out. Like I can literally say, oh, I don't want to, and then just not do it because I didn't want to. Like, Or I can just say, oh, I told myself I wanted to go at 5 o'clock. It's already 5.01. Now I'm just not going to go. Those type of excuses. Once you get out of that phase and you start doing it, And what can actually help you keep you motivated is to have someone tag along on your fitness journey. Do exercises with friends, go to the gym with friends or family members, kind of like just compete. Like I know the Nike run app, you can kind of log your time of working out or running or whatever, and you can see what your friends log too. So you can kind of just do like a little competition. Like, oh, if I log more miles than you this week, then you buy me a drink next week. Like, fun shit like that will get you motivated. It'll make you want to do it. And a major key to this whole fitness and exercise journey is really listening to your body. Like, if you really feel like you cannot handle a workout today, maybe you're so, so sore from yesterday, then take a rest day. Take two rest days. Take three rest days, but make sure you get back into it. Don't keep taking rest days, but listen to your body when it needs to take a break. This is, I I know I say this about every episode, but this is one of my favorite episodes because I'm in such a good place in my life with who I am, what I do. You know, I'm still unemployed, but maybe something will happen. No pressure, but I just, I'm so happy. And something that has a huge part in that is that I have been consistently working out and eating healthy since March, which has been my longest consistent streak of my whole entire 22 years of life. Like I said before, I've always been an athlete, but I have these, these like time periods, right? Like my usual self is like two months of consistent working out and eating healthy, and then boom, six months of not doing shit. I don't know. That's just how I was rolling. But now I'm like so in love with the process, and there really is a healthy alternative for everything that's out there on this planet. But It's about finding like good ones that actually taste good. And that's kind of something that I'm um, experimenting with now is finding healthy alternatives for things that I love, which if you follow me, you could see some of the things that I've posted and done. But actually seeing results and feeling results is like, I don't know. It just makes me so happy and everything else that's shitty in my life like doesn't matter because I feel good. Like nothing else matters. So to kind of summarize this episode, I am going to list the top 3 things not only for beginners who are just starting their fitness journey, but for also people who are in the middle of it or, you know, advanced. Something to take note of. The first thing that I mentioned earlier is to find what you like. Like I said, there are thousands, hundreds, I don't even know millions of activities in this world. You're bound to like one of them, but you should like 10 or 15 of them like Pilates. Do you like playing ball, yoga, weight training, cardio? What is your workout? And I think the easiest way to try those things. This is if you are a member of a gym and they offer different classes, take all the classes, switch it up, see which one's your favorite. And if you're not a member of the gym, look up those two trainers who I mentioned earlier. They have a ton of different kinds of workouts and you can kind of just see what you like. Like I, I like yoga, right? But I, I'm, I don't know. I have trouble sitting still and like focusing on my breath and you know, all the yogi stuff. Like I just, I have trouble focusing and really putting my all into it. But then I started doing Pilates and Pilates is the perfect thing for me because it mixes in high intensity workouts with yoga poses and stretches. And I'm like, wow, this is what I needed in my life. So now I'm like a Pilates guru but yeah, find something that you like to do it. That you like to do, and make sure that is in your routine. Once you start to get more advanced, I do recommend trying things that are kind of out of your comfort zone. Like for example, I hate running. Like, yes, I could probably run to save my life, but I don't understand how people do it for fun. But it is something that I am trying to do because I don't have a giant swimming pool in my backyard where I can swim laps. And this is kind of taking the ropes for it. I did try jump rope for a little bit and ended up really hurting my knees and my shins. So I'm like, all right, I got to stick with running. But I'm kind of falling in love with running as long as I have a good music playlist going on. The second thing is to set a routine. And no, you don't need to be like those people who bring a five-star spiral notebook to the gym and note and log every little single thing they do. No, you don't need to do that. But to keep a routine helps you to remain consistent. For the more advanced gym goers and exercise people, you probably already have your routine Monday legs and glutes, Tuesday arms, Wednesday, abs, that type of thing, right? For beginners, if you want to just start out with one to two days in the gym, try to not, you don't, like I said, you don't have to lock it, but note what you do and note what you focus on. And if you only find time to work out two, one, two, three times a week, make sure you note what it is that you do and then work on a different muscle group the following week. And I know there's like, I'm very OCD. So I kind of get in my head if I can't follow my routine. I'm a very routine type of gal. I have all my shit logged into my calendar, but I try to stress to my, not only to others, but to myself too, that if you can't follow through with your routine, don't be yourself up for it for example, if you planned on going to the gym today and tomorrow and then something happens to come up today where you can't go, maybe you can add an extra five or 10 minutes onto your workout tomorrow just to make up for it, even if it's just a walk. And lastly, which you guys probably are wondering why I haven't said this word at all through this entire episode is goals. And let me get into this topic of goals because I am not a fan of setting goals. And this is why I strongly feel that goals are not important. And I, just these past few months, where I said I've finally found myself being consistent, the one thing that is different is that I didn't set any goals for myself. Like I set zero goals before every other diet i've done every time i like tried to lose weight i had a goal in mind i had a number in mind i had a look in mind of what i wanted to look like and i ended up falling off the bandwagon so this is the one thing that i kind of self-reflected on is like wow i have not like i have no goals right now for my exercise and fitness journey like none at all i I like to see the results, but I don't have a number set in mind because a key thing to remember is that muscle weighs more than fat. So I have been putting in the work consistently in the gym for March. Wait, wait how many months is that? March. Oh my God, why I can't think. Well, oh, March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Almost seven months now. And I look way tinier and more toned, but I am still the same number on the scale. So that's important to note because that number and weighing yourself on the scale can literally mentally eat you alive. So just don't do it. The main goals that I try to set is that when I go to the gym, on like a weekly basis, I always try to do more. So if this week I did 20 pushups, Let's say next week I want to try to do 25. Next week I want to do 30. And that's how I kind of set my goals. But I don't have an end goal because I feel like a lot of people, once you reach the end goal, you're kind of like, okay, what's next? Like, what do I do? So I don't know. This is just my personal opinion, but I would recommend not setting a goal. Just kind of figure out what you want to do and just start doing it. Another thing should. That can be included in this why goals are an important thing is not only to kind of test yourself and push yourself each week for exercise, but also for diet. It's important to find what diet works best for you. And if that means trying all the diets until you find the one that helps, then so be it. And I also recommend going to an allergist and seeing if you are allergic to anything. I just got my gluten. Test and I have to go get my allergy tested for foods, but I'm kind of prolonging it because I have a feeling they're going to tell me I can't eat tomatoes. I don't know why my intuition is telling me that I'm not supposed to be eating tomatoes and I'm just dreading that day. (laughs) I don't know that for a fact, but I don't know. Something's telling me I can't eat tomatoes, but it's It's just good to know if you can't eat a certain food and this is not only why your body is getting triggered from it, but it's also like your skin. That's why you could be getting breakouts in your skin. Your hair is not growing, just little things like that. So finding the diet that works best for you is a key component in your exercise, fitness and self-love journey. And I'm going to end this episode on such a corny quote. Don't judge me for it. But it's very true, especially in this aspect. But your fitness, exercise and self love journey is not a sprint. It is a marathon and it could take sometimes it could take years to really, really see the results that you're kind of looking for. So just keep that in mind and don't put too much pressure on yourself. If You worked out every single day this week and you didn't lose one pound or it's been three months and you still look the same. Like it's going to take, it's going to take a minute. So just continue to be mindful and take each thing one day at a time. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Muse by Mariah the Podcast. If you guys haven't followed yet, make sure you follow Muse's new Instagram at Muse by Mariah underscore. And continue to check out the site weekly as new articles are posted. And if you haven't, subscribe to our newsletter because that kind of fills you in on all the newest stuff. Thanks, guys.